3: we back Monday morning, three dudes with a view. We've had a chilly but gorgeous fall weekend. Uh, looks like we're going to have another gorgeous day today. But the the heat felt good in my truck this morning. Uh, as I drove in, uh, gas went from... Let's see. The highest I saw was three dollars and eighteen cents. The lowest I saw was two dollars seventy nine cents. So there's quite a bit of spread out there on the price of gas these days, and it seems to be overall dropping. My name is Del Kennedy. I am Dude Number Three. Dude Number Two, Clayton Harris, I think, is out of town having a
1: fun-filled week with his four children I have to say, in Florida. So he's somewhere well, right now. He's probably sleeping, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be somewhere on a beach. Uh, he didn't. He did not disclose which one. <laughs> With four children, <laughs> with four children and his wife, so there we go.
4: That's relaxation. Anyway, dude, <laughs> number one, Mister Jim York, how you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. Nice brisk, nice brisk morning. How was how was your weekend, Mister York? Quiet. I didn't do nothing but watch football, man. Well,
3: that's all good. That's a, that's all good. I let's see. I listened to the Alabama game and the Titans game. The
4: Titans game was sorry again. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was oh. there
1: off. It was it was. You know they had the big week last week, so now they were due for a bad week, and sure enough, they had a bad I, week.
4: I just don't understand the coaching. God, dog, <laughs> venerable is a good coach, but uh, all right, got uh, fresh on. We welcome a, a friend of the station,
3: friend of this show, uh, Seth Campbell. He's uh, a teacher in Mount Pleasant, so he's on fall break, so he's joining us here this week. Welcome, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good, good to be here. Good morning. Uh, folks, I don't know, just on not on anything in particular, uh, my doctor is not recommending the new COVID booster. Now, that doesn't mean that you ought to take you, you you should that means that doesn't mean that you ought to not take the covid booster it means you should talk to your own doctor about whether or not you should take the covid booster uh, but I thought folks might like to know that at least my doctor is not recommending it for his patients the latest covid booster uh so that's a good thing to know uh, now over
4: the weekend Delk, I, I yeah have a good yeah my doctor also uh Told me that you know people are still catching COVID, uh, but that this particular uh, vaccine is not really stopping anything. So, you know, I've had five COVID shots, so hope I'm well protected.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Now that, that, I mean, yes, but again, folks, I mean, it, it just—I'm just saying that for just for so people know at least what one doctor is has, has my doctor has told me. But you know, your doctor might tell you something different. Uh, and you certainly should uh, seek your own medical advice on that issue. Uh, this is not a medical show. By, by <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I'm not giving any medical no, advice no, today. Nobody's got an MD. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, we, we we got an SD. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I guess the big news is, unless somebody else wants to jump in with something different, uh, we saw the conflict between Israel and gaza unfold over the weekend uh what was fascinating i think is that you're actually able to almost watch it in real time on twitter uh people in the middle of all of these things were videoing and posting to twitter and you you literally could almost watch in real time all these citizen journalists who were videoing and posting to twitter and see exactly what was happening. And Seth, you're over there nodding your head. Did, did you see that? Uh, yeah, great.
2: yeah. It's kind of revolutionized the way we can well, we we intake news in general. Much less this, you know, something is, you know, I guess, incredible as the conflict between Israel and. Um, and ha- Hamas, um, Hamas, um, you know, and the first time I saw Twitter really dive into that and be able to do that was the Arab Spring about what, a dozen years ago in Libya. I remember being able to get on Twitter and follow, you know, exactly what was happening with the uprisings in the Middle East and, and specifically Libya. And when they, when they got rid of uh, Gaddafi, I remember that was like up to the minute on Twitter which was pretty incredible and th- this kind of reminded me of that in that way is that Twitter was just updating it you know by the citizen journalists as you went which really our heart goes out to, um, to Israel and everybody over there impacted by this terrorism is it, that's what it is it's, it's you know a terrorist attack um, a well thought out planned and executed terrorist attack and it was just it just breaks my heart to see it um, you know we're on the other side of the world but it still you know impacts us
4: yeah, that's been boiling over for years and years. Nobody seems to have come up with a solution or to address the problem over there. The Palestinians are living in an apartheid situation and continues to be forced upon them, and their lands being overtaken. And on the other hand, Hamas is the terrorist organization that's shooting rockets. So it's a, it's it's a, you know, it's a, it's a bad problem. To get them to sit down, who's representing the Palestinians? Who's representing Israel? And and they take hard lines from time to time. Uh, so it's it's just it's just a big world tragedy, you know. Since 1948, it's it's been a problem, and Ms. nobody's York, come up with a solution for it. Ms. York, this this problem just— tis-
3: it goes back a lot further than nineteen forty. Well, I mean, further. I mean, it, goes it, back it to... really set off
4: in 1948. <laughs> no, it didn't. In the
3: time, it, it set <laughs> off when the when the Muslim hordes entered the great uh, library, ancient li- mm-hmm. library of ancient uh, text in Alexandria and burned it, saying uh, three thousand years ago, saying if it ain't in the Koran, we don't want to see it.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it was acerbated in, in nineteen forty-eight when,
3: Monsieur, when, no, when but...
4: most of the Jewish population moved into that area. And, and I, you know, there, there's no easy solution to it. Uh, the, America believed in a two-state solution. It doesn't seem that anybody's serious about a two-state solution. So... Uh, you know, it continues.
3: And I think. Mr. York, if you think of it, though, well, Seth, go ahead. Well, I was but, just I mean, going to say,
2: regardless of, of the beginnings and where we trace the beginnings, I think we can all agree that this um, terrorism by Hamas isn't the way to to solve any problems. And, you know, there's innocent children and, and old folks getting, you know, killed on in, in the streets. And that is something we were able to see on Twitter. Um unfortunately and it's just it's it's a shame really because this isn't going to solve anything it's a terrorist attack and and I, you know I I know about the historical you know, back and forth between lands and 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 trying to you know solve that. But this this was this, this was a terrorist attack. I saw Ter- it terrorism a never bits. the
4: answer to any solution. Yeah, they it's were never the answer to any solution. I, I saw
2: where they para they paratrooped into a festival in southern Israel. It
1: sounds more like an and, invasion it, than a terrorist attack. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you know, that's the way to put it. is designed to create confusion and and terror and stuff. This was, we're coming. Yeah. We're coming in and well we're, thought taking, out. Over. we're it, taking over. We're taking over, or at least we're going to attempt to take over. Yeah. and uh, a planned so, and executed you know mission. That's what it looked like to me.
3: Yeah, it, it was very coordinated. There's no doubt about that. You could see it. and that They were having that music festival uh, mm-hmm. in southern Israel, and there's a, a fence. It, it's really a wall of sorts <laughs> between Gaza and Israel there. And to get over it, and it's and again the video's all on Twitter. You can watch it all day long. Uh, these uh, terrorists, uh, the jihadists, whoever they are, uh, had these little, uh, you know, the, these little trikes with a little airplane motor on the back, and then a parachute up above to provide, you know, lift. And and so that would they they came over the fence on those things and just started mowing down these festival goers. By all accounts. Killed about 250 of them, uh, and just mowed them down. They were basically just college kids having a party, you know.
2: It'll be interesting to see what Iran's role in this all was, and I know that there's reporting coming out. The Wall well, Street yeah. Journal reported that they had some role in it, but then the State Department said they weren't able to to um, confirm that at this time. But well, it'll be interesting to see if if they did have a role in it. I think that there'll be a price to pay. I don't know what that price is. But, I mean, if they if they helped execute the plan and they planned it, I, there's going to be something that happens.
3: Something's going to happen. Well, I mean, here we go. You know, just look on Twitter and here's sort of the usual, you know, Islamic press conference with, you know, all these. And it's always men, never any men, women, you know, uh, with all these uh, head scarves on and beards and uh Robes and all that kind of usual mess. And, uh,
4: that's their culture, Delk. <laughs> well, you saw, know, I you saw, call that, it mess. saw like, that coming. You wear jeans. <laughs> I saw that one coming. Jean, you wear jeans. That's their culture. Just, Just recognize they have a right to wear what they want. Okay, so let's. That
3: could take us into a whole other uh, conversation about whether or not you say white culture should be allowed to do what it wants. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Not, uh, not oppress people.
4: Not oppress people. Yeah. And these people shouldn't be allowed to shoot people. Uh, well, I'm, I don't, I don't condone the attacks. I, I, I surely don't condone well, them, any again, type of violence.
3: That, they've been doing that three thousand years. There's an ancient saying: the edge of Islam is always bloody.
4: Well, both sides have been aggressive toward the other. Both sides. Well,
3: that, that that's probably true. But I'm Judeo, Judeo I'm Christian. Yeah. Do uh, you
4: know not. anybody that ever went visited over Israel? In Palestine? Yeah, people in go the all the time. Palestine, but yeah. do you me know anybody there? personally that's your, that's your friend that's made a visit over there in the last? Oh yeah, of years? lots
3: of them uh, all the time, from particularly from my church. Did, but okay, did they describe what's happening over there. Well, I not over the weekend. I hadn't heard anybody get back to me about it. But here we go. The usual, uh, you know, suspects. They're all men. They got on all these robes and. Uh, robes and beards and all this mess and stuff on their head spokesperson of Yazudan al-Qasim Brigade's Abu Abda we thank the Islamic Republic of Iran who provided us with weapons money and other equipment Iran gave us missiles to destroy Zionist fortresses and helped us with standard anti-tank missiles well,
2: I mean, that that could be engineered to, to steer us in a certain direction. But I did see where the Ayatollah made a comment that wasn't, um, you know, that was clearly pointed. Um, you know, but I, I don't know. What, what are we going to – even if, let's say, it comes out that Iran was, you know, guilty and they did everything, what are you going to do? I saw Congressman Burchett on Twitter was – you know, he made some – he he made a remark that, that was really – um it sounded pro-war is what it sounded like to me. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I don't know what you're going to do. If if Iran did have a role in planning it, I mean, there's not an appetite right now in this country for any escalation of, of war or anything like that. No. So, no, I, mean, I, I don't know what you're going to do, but you can't let them do that either. So, I mean, we're am no, kind of th- in a conundrum.
4: I think that's it's, Israel's problem. It's kind of – it's kind of difficult in a world situation mm-hmm. where countries are sovereign. You know, you, you can do so many things economically, and that's what we've done to Iran. And, and you know, that that's about the limit. And they're still going to find ways to get around it, just like Hamas found ways to get around and get weapons. But and okay. th- there's
2: a whole lot of Americans who won't settle for the, the it's Israel's problem rationale behind that either if it's israel's problem it's the united states problem now that's not how i feel but um that's how a lot of americans will feel about that uh, yeah. There
3: are you know john bolton the usual warmongers they've i've already seen them on twitter you know but uh uh, that's uh, you know Mitt Romney, whoever John McCain rising from his grave, you know declaring war,
2: but uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of mainstream Republicans right now that would, um, you, you know they're, they're 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 defenders of Israel um, to to the end. And if well, Iran had a role I, in it, they're they're going to defend Israel, and it's just not the McCain faction of the Republican Party. I'm, There's going to be a no, lot more Republicans I agree, and I agree Democrats. With Here's what, more than that. Yeah. Here's
3: what our Congressman Andy Ogles posted to 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 uh, Twitter said to do: Number one, elect Speaker. Number two, send Ukraine dollars to Israel. Uh, number three, impeach feckless Joe Biden for oh. giving six million to the terrorist oh, regime, he's he's six sick. billion he's to sick. the terrorist regime of Iran,
2: uh, and uh, so political talking point. We send
4: we send well, thirty true. billions. A, we send thirty billion dollars a year to Israel already. What is he? What is yeah, he talking? He's about? not
2: serious about solutions. He's just trying to gain political. Yeah, he's point. just well, trying
4: to get one of get, the things. Get press. Yeah, I mean,
3: one of the things that I am really. I mean I, for no other reason I'm proud to have him as my congressman as he's with regard to Ukraine <laughs>
4: Slitherer. The down
3: with regard to Ukraine, he's said enough. No more money, no more aid, no more potential for American blood. Let's get out of here. And you know, I think probably this country can get behind supporting Israel. Behind supporting Ukraine Ukraine, the polls clearly show that we're not, and I'm not. Let's take a break. Side, Johnny and the Jukes boy it doesn't get than that. Uh, my name's Elf Kennedy. I'm Dude Number Three. Dude Number Two, Clayton Harris, is having a relaxing time with his four children on the beach somewhere. <laughs> and uh Dude Number One, Mr. Jimmy York, how you
4: Good morning, Dale. Doing fine.
3: Doing fine. Good. Friend of the station, we got him this week because of fall break. He's a school teacher in Mount Pleasant. Uh, Seth Campbell. Hey, Seth.
4: Hey, good morning,
2: everybody.
3: Good morning. And uh, also with us on the board this morning, Coach Mike Lyle. How you doing, Coach Mike? Doing well. Doing well. All right. As usual, though, on these shows, we probably are talking more about um, things that are, that are... fun. To... Wait a minute. All right, I got it. Fun to talk about during the break. Uh, so, but what? coach mike was talking about and this is to your point mr york i mean this thing goes back to the old testament and no matter what we do about it it's not going to go away uh the uh, there in the middle the edge of islam will always be bloody and it will you know it at various times during the crusades the western europe went down and tried to reconquer uh that didn't work out so well
1: what? Tell us about the Old Testament, Coach. Well, it's just uh, there was a conflict between two twins, uh, Isaac and Ishmael. Isaac, and Ishmael, yeah. And uh, and they basically uh, com- were in competition for. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, Abraham's uh, estate, or you know, if you want to call it that. Uh, Ishmael was was born through a concubine, and Isaac was born through his wife Rebecca, and. Basically, God said in the scriptures that these two are going to be fighting each other. You know, one's going to be fight uh, kicking against the goads. One will one will subject the other, and the other one will kick against the goads, and it's going to go on forever. Uh, and, and so, um, that's, it does go back. Uh, to yeah, the it far. goes. It, it and it's every time you see some kind of effort towards getting that, as, as Seth mentioned, something derails it you know something happens something derails it they go they, they may calm down for a little while and then something kicks it right back in and yeah. uh, in in modern times anybody that's really made any se- serious effort at uh uh at, at creating peace uh, suddenly goes away yeah. you know yeah. they mean, get assassinated and, but, they have an accident or something and uh, it's just it's just one of those things that uh, again I, i'm as a student of the Bible, I'm really, really leery. Do not get involved in this because it's not going to stop. There's it, nothing we're going to do that's going to stop it. Absolutely. I can't I
4: it has, agree there, more. There hasn't been a leader over in that area, though, that has tried to promote, uh, you know, goodwill toward, between the two, two uh, well, factions. Lawrence I Moravia. Mean, you know, uh, now, now, we ain't talking about Lawrence and I'm talking about Netanyahu. Netanyahu is one of those right-wing I mean, folks that kind of promotes stuff under under the cover, and he wants to fight everybody over there, and we're supporting Israel, and yeah, we'll get bought into it if something pops off. But, Mr. But, York, uh, I, I mean... Netanyahu is not a good leader. He wants to be a dictator, just like we had one like that, you know? Oh, Lord. The, uh, you know, what, what this is, I mean, this is really
3: nothing but an extension of what the British started in the Middle East 300 years ago, uh, and... They tried to bring order to the region and then finally said, gave, gave up and said, okay, Israel, you and the U.S., we're out of here. We don't care about the Suez. Rome tried
1: it and yeah. gave up. You know, Yeah.
3: Was where The Suez Canal is not that important to us. See you later, uh, said the British. And uh, they tried, and then they certainly messed up the situation by just getting out there and drawing some lines in the sand that the people who lived there uh, had— no support for whatsoever to make countries in the Middle East. And there's just some British officers drew some lines. And so uh, that's how those nations got created. And the people who are in them uh, have no more loyalty to them than they do
4: the, you know, the next oasis. Uh, Yeah. But one of the biggest things, Delk, is that, uh, you know, there's been the lines were drawn and there's been a steady stream. That's why Obama and Netanyahu didn't get getting uh, get along. He was told not to continue to do those settlements in in the Palestinian territory. He ignored Obama and then snubbed him and came over here and talked to a Republican Congress. And that was wrong. And and and, and I think, you know, when you think about it, yeah, there's goodwill. There's attempts to make goodwill on both sides, but it never sticks because it's not true goodwill. You know...
3: I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking here. Um, I, and
4: have- I'm not trying to be anti-Semitic. I'm not an anti-Semitic person. I'm just saying that the situation over there is is in-depth wrong, and nobody wants to face up to it. And it continues to fester like a sore.
3: Well, where it is right now, the uh, in a surprise terrorist attack two nights ago, uh, Hamas... Uh and, uh and pretty obviously aided by Iran, has killed over a thousand uh Israelis and by last count about ten Americans. Uh at the moment there are three hundred thousand Israeli troops massing at the
4: Gaza border. Uh so that is going to end. Um uh, and it, the other complicated thing, Delk, is they have taken a lot of hostages.
2: Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna complicate any um any you know retribution that that israel is thinking about because there are so many hostages taken um but it's just a messy situation there's really no good uh, you know no good plan moving forward that's not going to cost lives or cause people to to be thrown into the the vacuum of war or what have you it's going to be a um it's going to be a messy situation moving forward. I, I don't know what the solution's going to be. I don't think anybody knows what the solution's going to be. I know Delk read Andy Ogle's tweet before break, and, I mean, that's just that's just political talking points. There's no real solution there. Uh, well,
3: there is political talking points, but the only – I guess the, the salient point there, though, is that what Andy's recognized, and I think almost any of us who followed the situation recognize, is that – I mean, you watch the polls, these – The support for further uh, aid or even entanglement of any type by the U.S. in Ukraine has plummeted. And uh, Andy, by his own admission, he said at first he was all for supporting Ukraine, sending arms and aid to Ukraine. But then he listened to the people of his district and discovered that the people (laughs) of the 5th District, that's us right here, right here in Columbia, Tennessee, do not support further aid or entanglement uh in the Ukraine war at all. And so Andy is voting <laughs> has been voting against further aid for Ukraine. Now, the the This is con- an
4: international problem, no belk, con- con- Contrast never contrast out
3: of Contrast that though to Israel though. I I I think that uh public support for aid to Israel is going to be deep and long-lasting, as opposed to the crumbling support for Ukraine. I
4: I agree with that assessment, for sure. We're spending one cent for every defense dollar that we spend to Ukraine. One cent.
2: I think that they're separate. They're separate issues on the whole. Um, you know, I, I don't know why the Congressman's trying to link Ukraine to this to the you know the attacks in Israel. I don't agree with that. That, that is a political. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just that a the, it's a political bone to be thrown to the dog. But the. Um, for, I, I understand what he's saying that there's not there's not an appetite in the district or you know in the state or in largely the country for continued help to Ukraine. Um, I don't agree with that because I, I think you can't let. Uh, vladimir putin go on a you know a a capture all this land and and into europe and stuff but um i I understand what he's saying but i I don't link that with what's happening in israel they're two separate topics with two separate you know issues in in total but two two separate but
3: i i I think the salient point is you know that was his way of saying it obviously, I mean, you look at the poll numbers and and you look at even what happened here. I think that when the Ukraine thing broke out, that the people of the 5th District, which is Middle Tennessee, uh, 5th U.S. Congressional District, supported uh, aid to Ukraine. and, uh, And as we've watched and watched and watched, it's sort of like Vietnam. It's become obvious that uh this is not where we ought to be. This is not where we ought to be spending our money. And people have gotten tired of it. Now we but, have no boots on the ground in this deal. Why we've gotten tired of sending money and you know, and we've gotten tired of paying for their first responders, which we do in Ukraine. Now and we're just tired of it and we see a risk of World War Three. And we don't want to be in World War III. That's
4: because people don't understand international affairs. Well, and, you know, they yeah, have no, on they that have note, no
2: idea. Well, Bill Clinton understands international on affairs. I know we're going to have a hard time doing anything without a Speaker of the House right now. I mean, the, the, exactly. the House, is um, their feet are stuck well, in cement. We can't well, help Israel because you can't generate any funding um, bills for Israel right well, now without a Speaker of the House, and then that's a mess again, in total though, too. You, again, you,
3: the the point is that Ukraine is. The public support for a variety of reasons is collapsing for further aid to Ukraine against Russia. And uh, now, though, we're going to be called for further aid to Israel for sure. And we can't do it right now, not without a speaker. Well, we can't do it without a speaker. We may not be able to do it because of our depleted stocks of arms because of Ukraine. And, uh, you know, already, you know, we're not able to, whoever thought the U.S. wouldn't be able to manufacture enough uh ammunition to adequately support Ukraine yet that is the position we're in uh so but my point is even though Ukraine I'm not going to get into with you fellows of why the public no longer supports Ukraine but it's not like I think the support for Israel is going to be deep and long lasting as opposed to support for Ukraine and so we are going to have to provide aid and uh uh, uh,
4: Support for Israel has never waned, Del, in my lifetime. It's never waned.
2: And it won't. I'm of the thought that I mean, that's true. I mean, I, that's oh, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I don't know if it's going to be as simple as us sending aid like we have to Ukraine. I think we're going to go further in the water. Um, and I, I don't know what that entails. But I don't – Well, he's already sent ships towards there. Yeah, it, yeah. I, you know? I think you guys are, are – it's going to get messier than just sending things like we did with Ukraine. If, we're, if, if Israel you know, goes all in on this, we're going to be right there with them. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. If there's American boots on the ground somewhere over there, well, yeah, Seth,
3: sure. I sort of agree with you in that. Uh, I mean, all in probably means doing something about Iran, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, that that is going to be.
2: I, I thought
4: they would have a, that, a that's that's a big can of worms, force. yeah,
2: big big can of worms, and and you know I I don't I don't think we have enough information to make any real you know determinations on what to do and what not to do right now, but I do know that you know it's I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 things escalate quickly if they find out Iran had some some central role in well, this.
3: Well, you know, meantime on Twitter you see uh, these Arab uh, you know Arab uh, troops these. Uh, What's the name of the? I mean, these terrorist troops, you know, sitting there waving rifles like they always do. But clearly, in this video, uh, these are American rifles. These AR-style, there's several of them. These AR-style military weapons. Are very easy to recognize. Anybody who's ever shot a squirrel can recognize them. And that usually, when you see a bunch of terrorists, they're holding a Soviet-made or Soviet old Soviet block AK-47s. These were clearly AR-16s or similar derivatives that these guys are holding. Where'd they get them? Two possible sources: Ukraine or Afghanistan. We don't know but where, where they Ukraine came from.
4: Where did Ukraine get them? Ukraine got them from us. And you think they, they need them as bad as they do, and they're going to give them to a, a terrorist group? That doesn't make sense, Dale. They're corrupt, buddy. Why do you think, how do you think they got those that, big... There should have been long, a permanent peacekeeping force in the Palestinian and, and Israeli how do, area. How do, you think, how do you think those
3: Ukrainian leaders got the big villas in the south of France? Yeah, okay. Oh, now, you're bad,
4: right. now you're bad-mouthing Ukraine when they're trying to protect their own homeland.
0: off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit happyhiller.com today to schedule. Happy you or the service is free. All the happy face truck today.
4: Yeah. Scapple Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time.
3: But sir, you can't eat during surgery.
4: Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm.
1: Whoops. Uh, n- napkin.
4: Napkin!
1: At take five, your oil change is faster than you think. Take five, the stay-in-your-car ten-minute oil change.
3: All right, we're back. Monday edition, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is having a fun-filled week on the beach with his four children. And dude number one, Mister Jim York. How you doing, man?
4: Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody
3: out there friend of the station, and uh, somebody else to help, a Democrat to help Mr. York out, uh, Seth Campbell. <laughs> hey, <There> you <laughs> go.
2: Good morning. We got you outnumbered this morning. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. <laughs> I, well, I got a question well, for you, Doug. Maybe.
4: <laughs> Shoot. I got a question for you. Shoot. Since, since this disturbance, this conflict has escalated, what country do you see becoming a mediator to try to resolve it? America can't, because they're supporting Israel, and you know, I don't. I don't know what country could perhaps come in and try to mediate this this this, this conflict. I, but sure, I, I mean, again,
3: that just gets back to what Coach Lyle and I were talking about. This this has been going on three thousand years. We're not going to solve it.
4: Look, but well, you know, there should be it's an effort a fight from to countries the death. across the across the nation, NATO, a UN, or somebody that that could try to help resolve. It may never yeah. fully resolve. But certainly, the escalation of conflict can be reduced. Well, the U.S. stepped
3: up and has been trying since the end of the Second World War. The British tried for three hundred years.
4: Uh, yeah, but they got hands in the cookie jar. You you can't you can't be a mediator if you're part of the problem. I just don't see it ever being. It's not going to be resolved for the next thousand years. It's just not. It can be resolved if there's a if there's a concerted effort to try to resolve it. It could be resolved. I think i
2: you know i hope you're right
3: i mean throughout history there have been quieter periods there have been temporary ceasefires uh that have been negotiated uh but nothing that's ever for for thousands of years nothing has lasted uh you know the best you can hope for is maybe well, nothing the, lasts forever
4: i mean gee whiz
3: <laughs> you best know? you can hope for is something maybe give you five or ten years a piece you know something like that uh it's just well, what country do
4: you see might be able to do that? Meantime, what though, watch, look
3: at this from Robbie Starbucks, uh, who ran oh, candidates <laughs> for Congress. I thought Robbie was an impressive guy. All right, you guys, he,
4: he need to go get back under, the, under a rock
2: somewhere. They wouldn't even let him on the ballot, they didn't like him that much. They
4: wouldn't even let him on the ballot. What you you following him, man? I didn't agree what with you that. got a source, you got a credible source there.
3: Well, I. Uh, we're going to say this now, says Robbie Starbucks. Be on the lookout for suspicious behavior here at home, given the open border we've had. It would be stupid to believe no terror cells have entered our country. An attack or multiple ones
2: uh, can't be ruled out. Uh, I mean, that, well, that, that is absolute. Come,
4: what border did he come across?
2: Yeah, that, That's fear-mongering. There, he has no, I mean, but you, you're saying that with no credible evidence or proof you're just stirring the pot trying to get people said you
3: know seth what i do know is that uh, approximately four to five million military age men have entered across our southern border you can talk about whether they applied for asylum or didn't i don't care they've entered across our southern border in the last two and a half three years and we don't know who they are or where they are and they If you look at them, sometimes I used to get scared when it was just 20 wide and five miles deep stream of them on the video coming in. Now you just see them rushing in mobs of thousands coming over. We don't know who they are or where they came from. And the answer, you know, how many people has Iran sent here to attack us? As many as they want to. How many of them have got funds and guns? Yes, I have seen the videos uh the of them carrying guns i mean assault rifles
2: and if, <laughs> if it were that easy to send a terrorist cell through our southern border we would have been attacked through our southern border by now i have to believe um you know the hatred for the united states hasn't waned in the last you know, 25 uh, years i just think that's fear-mongering i think that's that's yeah, saying hey look wow, this could happen so we should all be scared let's blame biden yeah, I, I, free, five I mean,
3: million yeah. military age males that we have no i many of them
2: we're doing something right because we haven't had an attack, you know, come from our southern border. Knock on wood. Well, you do know, we,
3: are, are we? Are we just waiting some... on waiting on a coordinated attack that they've been planning for months, as apparently happened in Israel over the weekend?
2: I think there's more going uh, in to prevent such a thing on the southern border than we're giving credit for. I think uh, that our, we have, I think we have, I think we have the border patrol. Well, I
3: think we have technology and drones. I mean, these folks, these folks are in New York, they're in Chicago, they're in L.A. There's there are a lot of them here in folks Nashville. Are
4: looking for a better life, <laughs> They're not worried they coming from terrorism. You think they're going to engage in terrorism? And there have been thousands of They're trying to bring their families they're, they're, to safety. They're
3: not just from South America and Mexico. There have been no, thousands from of, of Africans and Muslims come Cuba. in.
2: I, I just think it's a dangerous assumption to assume that we have terrorists yeah, coming through. And if that's what Starbucks says, I think says, it's
3: not stirring the pot. I think it's you've stirring got, the pot. And have you seen the videos? They're, they're military-age men. I mean – I think it's dangerous not to These assume that These guys are looking, looking for a
4: job, cleaning, picking, planting, or something. I just can't assume that they're looking for a to try to take care of their family. They're not in, in, interested in starting a war. It would be irresponsible people to, Dale, for no reason. It
3: would be irresponsible not to be vigilant with that number of military age men coming in. I think from, vigilance from is the a Middle thing. East. No, no, from I think vigil- Vig-
2: vigilance is a good thing, but I, I'm not going to going to assume that these people coming over are terrorists either. Um, yeah, but I I do think vigilance is a good thing and I think we have more vigilance than people give us credit for on the southern border. Yeah. I, I don't think people are I, I don't think I can walk back and forth across you know, as a military-aged man, right now, without without you know, just nothing happening. But um, when people are lining up look to at the get videos papers on your phone. for
4: asylum, set that don't tell me it's an open border. When no. they're lining up yep. to get papers for asylum, it's not open.
3: Some of them seek asylum. Some of them don't. But anybody who seeks asylum gets let let loose in the country for as long as they want to be. I let think that loose.
2: kind of brings up a pretty good point, though. That as soon as the terrorist attacks happened over there, people went straight to finger pointing. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. it happens on both sides at times too. I'm not blaming Republicans, but I saw Republicans just automatically start pointing the fingers at Joe Biden, <laughs> saying he was he gave him six billion billion dollars, and well, it was just six
3: billion dollars is certainly. Uh, frozen in a bank yeah but it freed up six billion i mean it's fungible
2: the uh and we just can't blame people that we politically disagree with for terrorist attacks on the other side of the world there was I I don't think that there was any policy that we could have enacted here at the United States that would have stopped this from happening like you guys have said it's been happening for a very long time and just the automatic finger pointing the automatic fear mongering um, turning on Americans you know because of something like this I just think it's so short-sighted it's not I, I don't do it I won't do it with Republicans when that kind of stuff happens because is it's just short-sighted. It's you know that these these two factions have been in conflict for you know forever like you've been saying. So now that this happens, it's Biden's fault. Give you know, me know, and break. we have Give got me a break.
3: We have got eight members of Congress uh, who are Muslim and uh, by all accounts represent uh, predominantly Muslim districts uh, uh, around the country and all of them have Either been mute on this issue, uh, you know, not supporting Israel, or some of them even calling for protection uh, for Palestinians living in the U.S. That kind of thing.
2: Well, I, yeah. I saw Omar, Omar put out a statement, and yeah, she's she's Muslim from um, what Minneapolis region, and, and she condemned the attacks with them and the violence. I mean, and she she knows it's going to delve into a whole. Whole, you know, just it's gonna, it's just gonna be a myriad of violent actions on both sides, and she's, and that's, you know, and she's right. It, it is, you know, be. how
3: how in the last now, these Muslim districts didn't exist until like, ten years ago. Well,
2: they were oh no, Dearborn, Michigan has been Muslim for 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 Up since in New since, Jersey,
4: yeah, Up yeah. In New there, Jersey. There's
2: but a lot of them just didn't elect Muslims. They they elected. <laughs> White people, um, white know, Christians, but there, there's been Muslim neighborhoods and stuff for, forever. My, yeah, yeah, up in. Billions of
3: demands protection for Palestinians after attack on Israel. Uh, you know, we so we've got eight eight Muslim districts in the U.S. Uh, would they not be inclined to provide protection, support for terrorists to come into the country?
2: Uh, I, I don't think so. I think they would.
3: Be, no, I think
4: they want Delphi, support. Way off the rail, man. <laughs> I think they want. Why some, would that? Why would you even come up with some crazy support stuff and like protection for people innocent
2: people, not for terrorists, for innocent people? And people I don't, don't see, think like we do. I don't want to see Palestinians they ex- slaughtered. They
4: are people that think like they think, and you That's you right, are off think the rails most of the time. No, like they don't we think we do. like you think. <laughs>
3: they're just looking for a chance to kill us and Ain't nobody um, looking for a uh, chance to uh, they're very yourself. patient
4: uh, here here's a statistic most red states have a propensity to to have more death red states are have a higher death rate than blue states okay who cares poisoning the environment pollution smoking alcohol okay. guns I, you know, anybody Well who you wants worried to, about some Muslim, I, uh, Muslim So call Scott Specky. Up. Call no. Scott Specky.
3: Uh, anybody out there who wants to live longer in a blue state, the state of Tennessee wants to give you a free one way ticket to the blue state of your choice.
4: <laughs> call Scott Specky. That's a that's a hell of a solution. Yep. Instead of cleaning up the air, cleaning up the water. It's called bus therapy. therapy. Healthcare. I, I think and it health healthcare. Get on to folks. the
2: slow dog and no, go, baby. I, I think it's important to say here that that you know these we're talking about Muslim um, Congress folks um, and serving in Congress. I, I don't think that they're there to support terrorism or support terrorists or be inclined to show no. My point terrorists, is they, they
3: represent districts who in the world thought we were who would came have... here
2: for a better life who came here so they could you know that they're they're living in right. the United States they're American and I, they just I'm have a different sure, faith than I'm us.
3: sure those poor jihadists over there in the Gaza strip are just looking for a better life which is true they are oh,
2: there's going to be a lot of innocent palestinians <laughs> killed a lot, a lot of innocent you know, palestinians killed I mean, And mean we can't assume they're is, all terrorists and what i feel it? for them, too not, not the terrorists. Uh, you know they, they 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 need to get what's coming to them and burn in hell but but the, um the, the the innocent Palestinians who are going to get caught up in this, and they're going to get blown up. These people know.
3: have been at this for thousands of years. A hundred years is ten minutes to them. And it, it, if it what, took them 20 years to get the people in place in the United States to make the attack they wanted to make. They would do that.
2: They've got that kind of patience. Well, like you said, I mean, it's been going they on for hundreds of years.
4: Arabi- they were from Saudi Arabia that I, made I, the attack against the United I, States.
2: It's been here for hundreds. They've been doing that for hundreds of years. If people want to come over here and be Americans and live a better life and just in their Muslim. Awesome. That's Yeah. Great. Yeah. That,
3: those that, Gaza people just wanted a better life. All right. Take the take the Statue of Liberty down. I want if they're to talk about set- If they're. Seth, we got we got three Ooh, minutes. Is. Seth wrote a column in this week's Main Street Murray. Every week he writes a column that appears alongside Ron Hart's. So Ron will be with us tomorrow, but Seth this week wrote about uh, presidential pets over the over the. History of the United States, <laughs> Seth. It's, take it away. Well, Give I'm us what gonna, you can on the I way mean, out. It's a can, great column, folks. It's a great column. Well,
2: I can't pin down and I can't pin down Republicans every single week. You know, fifty-two weeks a year, so you got to have some let up. Um, th- this one was just—I kind of went into um, you, you know my backgrounds in history, and that, that's what my undergrad is in Tennessee at University of Tennessee. So I just like to explore the his- history of, of you know the United States, and this was about United uh, the pets that have been in and out of the White House over the years, and I, it's just. Really interesting. I'm a pet guy. I yeah. love my dogs.
3: Benjamin Harrison had a pet goat named had, Old
2: Whiskers. Yeah, he had a goat. You know, t- Teddy Roosevelt had a bear. Calvin Coolidge had a raccoon. Um, I mean, Teddy Roosevelt had a hyena that he that he taught tricks. <laughs> and um, and, and the, these. What, did, been, Trump what it, did Trump have? What did
4: Trump have? Zero. Nothing. Trump had nothing.
2: Nothing. And, uh,
4: <laughs> Biden had a,
3: a German <laughs> Shepherd that has been retired to an undisclosed location because of some biting he bites, incidents. He, in he biting bites. He bites. Yeah. I a mean, dogs
2: been, bite. Yeah, there's been a whole myriad of animals in and out. I thought that uh, B- Herbert Walker Bush's account of his dog, of his uh, Springer Spaniel, was the most touching, though. That he, he really loved his dog, and um, and and he was able to put that into a letter after the dog died. We well, have
3: got about 30 seconds. One of the best they, true stories. They
4: say you're a better person when nah, you have a have pet, to. right, Seth?
2: Hmm. I, I, I agree.
3: <laughs> but the the out of two out of the three presidents. No, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, Polk and Andrew Johnson, the presidents from the United States. Neither one of them had a pet at all.
2: Yeah, no, I, I bet they had horses. But that's, that's just my assumption. Tennessee, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I bet they had horses. But Trump, no, no pet. I mean, you know, he, if he got a dog, he might win. Okay, next year. y'all
3: remind <laughs> me tomorrow. I'm going to tell a story about Bill Clinton and his Labrador Retriever. It's very, it's a fun story. It's a good story. I'll, gotcha. I'll tell it tomorrow. Remind me.
2: Gotcha.
4: You Have a good day. Good folks. day, everybody. Oh, man.
3: We